with our future RTs, welcome to VRest's RT Study Hall. We're continuing to talk about oxygen indices. These deal with the overall oxygenation status of a patient. We often look at oxygen saturation, or arterial O2, to give us an initial picture of this, but it doesn't necessarily tell us if the patient is hypoxic, meaning they aren't getting enough oxygen to their tissues. Oxygen indices can tell us whether lung disease is present, how severe it is, and whether tissue hypoxia is present due to other reasons. These are mostly calculations, and so if you need to practice them, I recommend getting the Oxygen Therapy Study Package or the ABG Study Course at www.mybresp.com. You'll find interactive modules, practice, and videos there. Today we're going to talk about oxygen content. This looks at how we transport oxygen from the lungs to the tissues. Oxygen is transported in two ways, carried on the hemoglobin and dissolved in the plasma. The majority of it is carried on the hemoglobin, and so this is a crucial element to whether our tissues are getting the oxygen it needs. The PaO2 is the amount of oxygen dissolved in the plasma, and we actually multiply that by 0.003 in our equation, but it is only a small fraction of our overall oxygen content. The other part of the CaO2 equation is the part that deals with hemoglobin. That side of the equation is hemoglobin times 1.34 times SaO2 in decimal form. You will find that this makes up the majority of the oxygen content and that even small changes in hemoglobin can have a large impact, even when saturation is normal. So the equation for oxygen content or CaO2 in total is hemoglobin times 1.34 times SaO2 plus 0.003 times PaO2. That's going to give you an answer in volumes per cent. When my hemoglobin is normal and I have normal oxygenation, the CaO2 is about 20 volumes per cent. The range goes from about 16 to 22 volumes per cent. A patient with a hemoglobin of 15 grams per dl, an SaO2 of 98%, and a PaO2 of 90 has a CaO2 of almost exactly 20 volumes per cent. 19.7% of that is carried on the hemoglobin, and only 0.27 volumes percent is dissolved in the plasma. So you can probably see where I'm going with this. Let's say this patient becomes anemic and now has a hemoglobin of 10 grams per dl. Their oxygen content drops to 13.4 volumes percent, even if I keep oxygenation the same. There's no lung disease at play here, no issue with hypoxemia. But without hemoglobin to carry the oxygen, it doesn't matter if it's well saturated or if oxygen is dissolved in the plasma. It still causes low oxygen to my tissues. This is called anemic hypoxia. When a patient is chronically hypoxemic, hemoglobin often increases as a way to increase CaO2. This is called polycythemia. When a patient is polycythemic, they can be cyanotic and hypoxemic but still having normal oxygen content. This is because they have so much hemoglobin, there isn't enough oxygen to fully saturate it, but there is more than enough hemoglobin to compensate. I'll give you an example. A patient has a hemoglobin of 19 grams per dl, an SaO2 of 75%, and a PaO2 of 60 millimeters of mercury. Oxygen content for this patient is actually 19 volumes percent when you solve for it. Expect questions to ask what conditions can cause polycythemia. It will be something that causes chronic hypoxemia. It is often associated with COPD, pulmonary fibrosis, 
and congenital heart defects that may have a right-to-left shunt, meaning blood is flowing from the right side of the heart to the left, mixing deoxygenated blood with their oxygenated blood. Then we need to look at actual delivery. CaO2 can be good, but then we need to get that oxygen to the tissues. The DO2, which is the delivery of oxygen, requires both oxygen content and cardiac output. After all, we need to get blood pumping to actually get that oxygen to the tissues. DO2 is equal to the cardiac output times the CaO2 times 10, and it is about 1,000 mLs per minute under normal conditions. This will help you recognize that if cardiac output drops significantly, this can also cause hypoxia, even if CaO2 is normal. This is called circulatory or stagnant hypoxia. If a patient has a CaO2 of 20 volumes per cent, but a cardiac output of only 3 liters per minute, the DO2 is equal to 3 times 20 times 10. That will give you 600 mLs per minute. Luckily, we usually deliver much more oxygen to the tissues than they actually need. We'll talk about that next. In fact, it requires us to kind of switch back to content. We can use the same equation to find oxygen venous content. Just use PBO2 and SVO2 instead. This is usually obtained with a mixed venous sample and can give us some valuable information about tissue oxygen consumption, cardiac output, and shunt. CBO2 is the amount of oxygen on the venous side of the circulatory system. It is the oxygen that the tissues didn't use and is normally about 15 volumes per cent. The range will go as low as 12. Notice that the CaO2 is about 20 volumes per cent and CVO2 is about 15 volumes per cent. That means that 5% is what the tissues are using normally at rest. We can calculate tissue oxygen consumption by doing cardiac output times CA minus VO2 times 10. It is normally about 250 mLs per minute or 25% when we compare what is delivered to what is used. Tissue consumption or demand can increase in the presence of things like fever, seizures, exercise, higher BSA, anything that will increase metabolism or need for oxygen. It will decrease when a patient is cold, paralyzed or sedated with a lower BSA or metabolism is decreased. Peripheral shunting that is seen with trauma and sepsis can also influence how much oxygen is needed or utilized. If delivery of oxygen does not meet the tissue's needs, not only do you have hypoxia, but it will also increase lactic acid levels. This is why lactic levels are increased with conditions like sepsis. Another utilization of CA minus VO2 is in regards to cardiac output. If cardiac output slows, tissue oxygen extraction will increase because there is more time for the tissues to pull that oxygen in. That can help offset for a lower oxygen delivery. You'll see an increase in the difference between CaO2 and CbO2. So for example, the CaO2 of 20 volumes per cent, but then the tissues extract more, leaving a lower CvO2, let's say 13 volumes per cent. This gives me a difference of seven. This increase has to be caused by either increased tissue consumption or a decrease in cardiac output. This is an important concept to remember and is frequently tested on, particularly regarding cardiac output. So to reiterate, increased CA minus VO2 is caused by a decrease in cardiac output. It may just talk about a drop in PVO2 or SVO2, but that is the answer you want to be looking for. Think about slow moving blood. That lets my tissues take more oxygen in 
leaving me less oxygen on the venous side. Go to extraction ratio is in here as well, but I'm not going to go into that equation here. It's one that some programs do and others don't. If you want more information and practice with it, consider purchasing the study guide on the website or the ABG course. So let's test what you know. Question one, what is the equation for CaO2? Hemoglobin times 1.34 times SaO2 plus 0.003 times PaO2. Remember that the first half of that equation solves for what is carried on the hemoglobin, and the second half solves for how much is dissolved in the plasma. Some teachers will break it up and ask it in that way. So for example, how much is carried on the hemoglobin? The answer will be hemoglobin times 1.34 times SaO2. Question number two. What is the normal CaO2? 20 volumes per cent. The range can be 16 to 22. Question three, what can cause a low CaO2? Low oxygen in the blood or hypoxemia, which is seen as a low PaO2 and SaO2, or anemia. Remember, hemoglobin plays a large role in content. Question number four. If hemoglobin is low, this causes what type of hypoxia? Anemic. Question five. What can cause polycythemia to develop? Chronic hypoxemia. Question six. What is the equation for DO2? Cardiac output times CaO2 times 10. Question seven, what is the normal DO2? It's 1,000 mLs per minute. If DO2 is low due to low cardiac output, what kind of hypoxia may be present? Circulatory or stagnant. Question nine, what is the equation for tissue consumption? Cardiac output times CA minus VO2 times 10. Question 10. What is the normal amount of oxygen consumption by the tissues? Two hundred and fifty mLs per minute, which is about 25% of what is delivered under normal circumstances. Question 11. What is the normal CA minus VO2? Five volumes per cent. Question 12. What does an increase in CA minus VO2 indicate? Increased oxygen consumption or extraction by the tissues, or, and more frequently, a decreased cardiac output. Question 13. Why does SVO2 and PVO2 decrease with low cardiac output? because the tissues have more time to take in oxygen as blood moves more slowly. That's it for this lesson and concludes the oxygen therapy series. Again, for more interactive walkthrough practice and study material, go to www.myvresp.com. That's www.myvresp.com. Or look for RT Study Hall on Facebook. 
I'm going to be jumping ahead to mechanical ventilation in the next series, and then I'll circle back around into more intro topics. Happy studying!